things my family did I am not the voices in my head I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside I am light I am light Welcome everyone back to the Being Inspired Radio Show. My name is Amanda Johnson. I am your host. And it is always a pleasure for me to drop into this space with you. For the next 45 minutes or so, we are here to inspire. We are here to bring truth to you and reflect truth back to you in the conversation that we are about to have. I am always given such a gift by having guests on this show, uh, so far women who are inspirational to me, who I have had the pleasure of meeting and knowing in my life and who have been in some way or another instrumental in my journey. And today is no different. Today I bring to you an incredible woman who I had the pleasure of meeting now a couple of years ago in San Francisco when we were both exploring our our paths as coaches and healers and um, channels of the divine. And we have continued our journey each in our own way. And you'll get to know more about um, our guest today, Sonia Kessler, as we have an inspiring conversation together. Um, And before we dive into that, I want to introduce you to her um, in the words that she has chosen for herself in terms of how she shows up in the world, who she is, how she creates. Sonia is a business and people architect who consults on strategy and leadership for both businesses and individuals. She's the creator of the Life Canvas, which helps individuals establish a one-page life strategy. Every decision Sonia makes is guided by two key questions. How can I do the most good and where can I have the most impact? Sonia, I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Amanda. I feel so blessed to be able to be here with you as well. So for those of you tuning in, if you've listened to these shows in the past, you know um, in, a, in a way that each conversation is inspired by a theme, a topic, something that is present in the life of my guest. Um, and what's really cool is almost always, it is also very present in my own life. And I, again, I... I know that that is not a mistake. And when I reached out to Sonia and um, asked her, you know, what is it that you stand for and, and what is really alive for you and really present for you, two words came to her. Um, and that's what's going to guide our conversation today. The word clarity and the word alignment. And as soon as I received that from her, I said, of course, those are the words, uh, the themes that are present for her or what she really truly believes in. And because it is so, so present for me right now in my life. And as I like to do for each of these shows, I selected a passage, a quote from a text that I am either currently reading or I have read that speaks to this idea, speaks to this theme. And I'm going to read. A quote for you. And I ask that as you listen to the quote that you close your eyes or feel into what truth is being shared, what truth is being spoken to you through the words of another. And then I'm going to ask Sonia to do the same and see what she feels. What does she hear as as these words are being spoken? Quote comes from a Marianne Williamson book titled A Return to Love. It is one of my go-to resource manuals as it is Marianne Williamson's take on A Course in Miracles. Our power doesn't lie in our resume or our connections. Our power doesn't lie in what we've done or even in what we're doing. Our power lies in our clarity about why we're on the earth. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a really great quote. So I think that for me, what that speaks to is applying perspective. So instead of thinking about what's going on in our day to day, zooming out and really asking the question of what does it mean to be human? 
what does it mean to live a meaningful existence? What does it mean that we're here on this planet doing the things that we're doing, interacting with the people that we're interacting with? Like, why is that? How does that all come together? So it's about that zooming out and that perspective that's different than where I think we are on a day-to-day -day basis, which is just in this kind of unconscious routine, waking up, doing things, working on our work, working on our resume. Um, and so this, to me, this quote is that zooming up, that gaining perspective. What about mm. for you, Amanda? Mm -hmm. That gave me chills. And I agree that the, the, the poignancy of the power lies in our clarity about why we're on the earth. And what you, and so what I heard you just say as well is taking a bigger perspective, right? Stepping back. Why are we even here? Not to go about the mundane kind of unconscious daily tasks. The, our clarity is to be, the clarity is around why we're here, not what am I here to do? Um, who am I here to date? You sent me something already around this in terms of what clarity means to you. And I felt this was so uh, resonant with that in terms of it's not about, you know, who am I supposed to date or who am I supposed to marry or what job am I supposed to have or how many kids am I supposed to have? Because I know for myself, and this speaks so, so specifically to where I am right now, just the other day, I was on a call with a very dear friend and expressing how I really feel the need for more clarity in my life because I'm feeling a lot of shifting and a lot of discomfort and a lot of like unease. And I said, I think I just need clarity. If I just had clarity. And then I, I, I heard from you in terms of what you wanted to speak about. And I read this quote and I said, oh, so this is clarity. Clarity isn't about, so what am I supposed to do next? Where am I supposed to go? Clarity can be much bigger than that or deeper than that, maybe, right? Like, yeah. why am I yeah. even here? So that's what's coming up for me right now. Yeah, exactly. And I think that what you're speaking to, it's so, so there's a couple of different layers here. There's kind of the universal layer of what does it mean to be human? Why are we all here? <laughs> why does any of it matter? Mm -hmm. And then there's another layer that's the individual layer. And that's your why. What are you put on this planet? to to do to achieve to accomplish and that's equally noble so even though yes there is this kind of meta idea of what else is available to us and what it means to be here it's still important to look at on an individual level what do i feel my contribution is what is my message um who am i here to impact who am i here to help what am i here to do and so it sounds like you're you're looking at both of those and oftentimes i find that the people that I talk to, even just in regular conversations, we immediately go to the, well, what do I want? What do I want to do? What do I want to yeah. do with my life? And that's so important. I think that's the entryway, but where we start to step into being more spiritual beings. And I think you know that I tend to work a lot with businesses and entrepreneurs and startup type individuals, but the universal truth is that I believe we are spiritual beings and that we are having a human experience. So we might start out by talking about, well, okay, what are you doing? What are you here to do? Where are we headed? What is that vision, that impact that we're going to have on the world? What do you see possible for the world? But I know that beyond that, there's this sense of uneasiness that maybe you can relate to where we're like, oh, like, is it enough? Am, am I doing enough? Even if I'm following my vision, um, am I doing it? <laughs> and so that's where the spiritual level comes in, this universal level, where in order to ground us, we can say, wait, wait, we are doing it right. And we've always been doing it right. And we always will be doing it right. And so that's that universal level of clarity. Yes. And you, something you put, sent to me that I, I thought was just so spot on, especially for me. And I think for what we're saying right now is the, that, that bigger why we're here, the, the larger universal, universal clarity of what it means is we are, everything is okay. And if we can really zoom out to that and say, okay, can, can I be clear that everything is okay? It always has been, it always will be. And why I'm here on earth is to be the light in the darkness. That's ultimately my purpose, your purpose, every single human's purpose. Um, because to your point, we're spiritual beings in a human body, having a human experience. So the greater, the meta why is to shine light, to share light, um, 
through the darkness and trusting that everything is okay, always has been, always will be, because again, there is no time in essence, there is, it is all happening, it is eternal. And so I think that's coming up too, where this idea for me to like need clarity is like, well, to your point, you're right, sometimes we access it through, well, what do I want? What do I desire? And I at least for myself find that sometimes I need to step back from that. You know, sometimes I do need to have a, the the bigger perspective going on. Yeah, exactly. And you you can think of this bigger perspective as it's it's like having a strong foundation. It's like having a warm blanket to wrap around yourself on a cold day. It's something that's there that's always available to you, but it doesn't make the individual why and that individual struggle for clarity any any less relevant or any less important, right? Mm. And mm-hmm. so it's still important for us to understand, okay, even if we're here to to shine light, um, we still want to be guided by, well, what does that mean? Who do I speak to? Um, how do I do that? And what is that eventual vision that I have for the world? And one of the things that, um, that you and I have talked about before and I've talked with other people about is that we each have a unique vision for the world. So we each see a way that the world could be, that it currently isn't, but that it could be. And our mission is to try to get the world to that place, even if we can't get it there in our lifetime. That's like that drive, that that feeling of of moving things forward, of contributing to something bigger than ourselves. That is one of the needs. Um, or there, there are all these studies on um what constitutes well-being, um, mm-hmm. right? And like what makes you happy in the workplace, and what makes you feel fulfilled, or how to motivate employees, and all this stuff. And one of the themes, and it's not always worded by this, but one of the themes is being part of something bigger than yourself. So feeling like you're contributing and giving back. And this is proven in all these studies. So again, it's just it's not just well-being or workplace, but it's all of it combined. It's how do you live a happy, fulfilled, and motivated, authentically motivated life? And one of the keys is being part of something that is bigger than yourself. So I think that that's what you're speaking to, too, right, is shining that light giving back in some way, finding your purpose, your way of contributing, and your way of part, your way of being part of something that is bigger than you. Right. Knowing that it's not just, well, what do I want? Full stop. Right. Knowing what do I want in the, that will contribute to the larger picture. And I think that's, you're saying that just the, the other way. And I think that's beautiful. And what I love too, is when you shared with me, uh, what was present and real for you is this idea of clarity, what that means, knowing um, that it goes beyond just, again, who do I date or who do I marry? What do I do? Even though that might be part of it, there's also this idea of alignment. And I want to talk a little bit about that as well, because I thought we just say about how clarity and alignment partner together was really beautiful. So mm-hmm. how, do, how does that work together for, in, your, in your mind? when you see alignment and clarity? Yeah, absolutely. So, so I see in the work that I do, that's why I use these two categories, clarity and alignment, and they've been really present for me these last couple of months. And so usually, you know, as we started, people, most of us, we have this feeling of, well, I don't, I don't really know what I want. I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't understand why I'm unhappy. All I know is that something's not working. Something's not right. And I can't quite put my finger on it. So that first phase, it's all about uncovering and allowing and becoming clear and seeing what are the roadblocks, what are the beliefs that are holding us back, the stories. It's understanding, you know, what are the limitations in our physical environment? What can we change to better support us and nurture us to grow and be our true selves? But once you know those things, it's equally important that you then live in alignment with that clarity that you have. And so I I think I gave you an example, right, about dating. (laughs) Let's say, let's say you're you're a woman and you're, you're starting to date again after, um, let's say, a really awful breakup and it's been some time and, and you know that this time around, you know, you've done the work, you're clear that you are worthy of dating a man who is conscious and giving. However, you continue to only date the men that don't treat you right. That's the case of not living in alignment with your own clarity, with what you know to be true. And maybe there's still something sticky going on there. Maybe you're not fully clear, which is why you continue to do that. But at the same time, you need to have both. So it's, it's one thing to be really clear and know, okay, this is who I am and what I want. And I know I'm loved and supported and I have friendships and 
all this around me to support me and seeing my vision through. But if you're not then acting in alignment with those truths, then you're still not going to get to that place where you feel free and limitless. And by the way, the way that I describe, um, because happiness is such an individual term and success as well and fulfillment. So the way that I kind of describe that is based on a feeling of, you know, you're there when you feel free and limitless. So how can we get you there? And that's, that's in my experience what has led to that. So being really clear on what's going on, not just for you right now, what's in the way, what you want but then living in alignment with what you know you want and what you know you deserve and who you know you are. Wow. And when we know who we are, which is fearless and limitless and free, right? We're limitless and free. And we are here to, you know, for a greater purpose, um, beyond these more individual I mean, we have the individual and the universal i love that that you're pointing that out to align with that would mean as i hear you speaking that we are aligning with who we truly are right this limitless being this free being and to act out of alignment would be for me um, anytime i act from a place of fear or from a place of um, lack, right? Because if I, if I forget I am limitless, I will believe I am in lack. And if I forget that I am love, I will act from a place of fear. And I wonder if, again, we can go, we can zoom in to the more granular, you know, example. And I love the example of, you know, dating and you've gotten clear, this is who I am and therefore who I desire to call in. And yet I still may act out of alignment with that. Um, and then on a grander scale, you know, maybe being able to apply it to any area of your life, what comes up for me is where am I acting at from a place of fear, from a place of lack, from a place of feeling trapped, from a place of victimhood? Because anytime I place, I'm acting out of alignment with my clarity, which is who I truly am, who we all are. Does that land? How does that? Yeah, I think that's exactly it. And, and I think to offer another, maybe more personal example um, on my part. So I was clear, I have this belief that we should live in harmony with, with the world that we live on. And I think that for most people, if you check in with yourselves, you'll probably agree as well, but you know, not everyone's quite there yet. So for me, um, I realized, you know, it's very clear to me that, that I want to live in harmony with this planet. However, I was, I was still eating meat. I was still buying mass-produced products that were being manufactured really far away and then being shipped over to whatever country in the world I was presently in. And mm. so when it hit me, and this only happened recently, so again, it's like you can, you can do all this work and be so aware and conscious, and, and there's always more to learn and more ways to grow, right? And it only yeah. hit me this summer <laughs> that I was living out of alignment with that core belief of mine. And so I changed a lot of things around. I stopped eating mass-produced meat. So I'm not fully vegetarian yet, but I will eat meat that comes from small farms because it isn't a core belief of mine um, about animals, about hurting animals, but the harmony with the environment is. So I mm. ended up cutting out all mass-produced foods. I don't eat anything that's manufactured. Um, everything's fresh, local, um, and of course, pesticide-free. <laughs> So that's just another personal anecdote where it's like, oh, wow, okay, I realized that. And then I made that shift. And actually, it's so much easier for me to say no to meat now. Because if before I was something I was forcing myself to do, like, oh, no, like, I'm just, I'm going to be vegetarian for, you know, because all of my friends are, it wouldn't have stuck. But because now I'm doing this from a place of complete clarity of I know exactly why I'm not going to eat this dish. Um, it's so much easier. I just do it automatically. Amazing. Which is the gift of being in alignment, right? We, so many people speak about, well, you know, why can't I lose the weight? Why can't I find the job? Why can't I find the love or whatever it is that we're seeking? And again, we're, I think you had shared this with me as well. You know, it's that we're seeking it outside of ourselves because we have forgotten that it is already within, right? So this clarity is about returning to who we truly are, 
remembering that and then living in alignment with that because so often where we, and I, and I can speak for myself as well, but I'm, I'm right now seeing it more on the universal where so often we wonder why am I not, I don't know, following through on the diet or getting to the gym or doing or whatever it is that we put on ourselves, right? Um, and then it's when it's not in alignment, if it's because we feel forced, it's because we feel um, it maybe it's someone else's clarity that we've adopted as our own. And, and again, we're just for, we're, we're forgetting. Um, but once we tap into what's true for me, then I love your example it goes, oh, well, this is what's true for me. And this is where I'm not living that way. And let me shift that. And I'm thinking about for myself, like, as you're saying that I'm going, so why am I having this need for clarity right now? And it may be less around clarity and more about alignment, possibly, you know, it could be that I am clear, you know, I am clear that I'm here to bring um, my gift into the world through the, you know, form of a book currently, that's my current clarity, um, and an ultimate and on a bigger scale to, to shine the light, you know, I know, I know that, and my journey and my work continues to bring me back to that place time and time again. And so what I wonder is if it's less about the clarity I'm seeking and more about, am I living in alignment with that clarity? And I think that's a really powerful question to ask. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know that you're doing it right. So oftentimes it's like we, we need some sort of a signal. We need some way of, of knowing, you know, checking in with ourselves and being like, oh, wait, I'm, this isn't quite right. How do I come back? And so you know that you're not in alignment if you don't feel free and limitless. So if you're, if you're going forward and you're charging and you're doing something like, let's say, let's say I decided right now that I want to write a book, which is not aligned for me, <laughs> then I would feel like, oh, I'm forcing myself to do this. Like, why am I not disciplined? Why can't I make myself sit down and write for four hours every day? And well, if I really checked in with myself, it's because that's not what's aligned for me to be doing right now. It might be clear that eventually, eventually, maybe I'll have a book, but right now, that's not what my truth is. And so, of course, I'm not going to be able to sit down and force myself to spend four hours drafting chapters and outlines. It just wouldn't work for me. I just got a huge hit, as you said, that my body is lit up right now. And that's such a beautiful example. And this is what's so cool about having conversations with others and not purely living in my own head or someone else in their own head is that you saying that reaffirms for me that I am aligned because and why I say that is there are so many times, and I don't think I'm the only one who might think this way, especially given the culture uh, that we live in nowadays, which is work hard, you know, you got to get it done, push through, you know, we kind of have this, um, at least the, at least my perception of it has been, you know, if, if it isn't hard, it's not worth doing type mentality. And when I hear what you're saying, which is, it doesn't mean it doesn't still take effort and work on my part to sit down and write a book, I will say, if I check in with myself, I do feel free and limitless. There, I, I don't feel constrained or pressured or, um, you know, I don't have these ideas of, oh, why is this so hard, right? That does not come up for me. And yet, I, given my, the ego I have created, and the personality that I've really adopted over my life can take that as a sign that I'm actually not supposed to do it. Meaning, well, if it's really this easy, obviously I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> like it should be harder than this. That I, I know there's still a grain of belief in me that wants to believe that. There, there's a part of me that wants to think if it isn't hard, I'm obviously not doing something right because it shouldn't be this easy, if you know what I mean, right? So I don't know if you get that as well. And so when you are feeling truly aligned, does it ever, like, does it almost sneak up on you? And then you're like, oh, wait, yeah, that's right. I'm free and limitless. This is a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think you bring up a really common belief that a lot of people hold, which is, you know, either success, you have to work really hard to be successful, or in order to make a lot of money, you have to experience a lot of pain and anguish and work a nine to five job in the workplace. And even though we might objectively know, well, that, that's not really true. I can think of counterexamples. It doesn't matter because there's another part of us where this belief is watched, where it's really sticking and it's controlling us almost like um, a computer program that we're not aware of, we're not fully aware of. 
And so I think that we all suffer from that at some point where we're like, wait, if this is easy, I'm not doing it right. There must be something wrong here. But I would argue that that's actually just another belief. So, so that's one of these, like I said, it's a computer program that's controlling us without us even realizing it. And that's the clarity part where if we can bring light to what are what is this computer program? What is it running? What is it making us do? Who put it there? What it, What is going on with that? And we can bring clarity and light to that and then release ourselves from that programming and maybe put in new programming that says, no, I should feel light and free. Like that's mm. my, that's my right. That's what it means going back to that meta view of being human. That is the human experience is to try to figure out how can we get back to that place of feeling love, of feeling lightness, of feeling freedom, of being authentically happy, authentically ourselves, whatever words come up for people. They're all, they're all different, but you'll see that they come from the same core um, feeling or emotion. Right? Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So I and love so that. We can, yeah. When we can uncover that, then we can change that, and then that allows us to move back into alignment. And I mean, similar to what you what you're talking about, I I used to have a belief that in order to be successful, I had to go through a lot of pain. That's why I said that that sentence earlier about success. And having identified that and having changed it, my belief now is that when I work, when I move in alignment with what I know to be true for me, things just happen. And this is where maybe we get into a bit of um, manifestation, right? And being able to to bring things into our life through our thoughts and um, being in alignment with what we truly believe. But I've just seen it to be true so many times over and over again. Um, an example is I, I was at this music festival this summer in Portugal it's called Boom Festival. And it's a really beautiful environment. It feels a bit like Burning Man and that people are very giving. They like to gift, but there is still a bit of commerce that goes on. You do need money to buy food and other things there. But I noticed that um, as I was there, I felt so free and so open. And I was probably one of those bright and shiny people, you know, but I was surrounded <laughs> by so many other bright and shiny people that it didn't, it didn't really stand out. I didn't stand out in any way. But I felt so in alignment that people kept bringing me free food. <laughs> and I started to kind of notice because immediately my ego came back in and I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, is it me? <laughs> what's going right. on here? But it was, I, I got like two free watermelons. I got free pizza, lots of free ice cream, free yogurt. I got free kombucha. And this just kept going on. <laughs> Like day after day. And I noticed that even if I was in a group of people, they would always bring the food to me. Wow. <laughs> I, couldn't, wow. I couldn't quite figure it out, right? I couldn't quite figure it out. And and it's not like I was the most beautiful or physically attractive person in the group. It was, there was, there was mm -hmm. something that was going on. And, and I believe it, it's because I was in this state of, of complete presence and acceptance um, and, and feeling alignment. very light. Yeah, exactly. In true alignment. True. I just, I just was, I just was. Yeah. And I love that you said it was your ego that then it was like, wait, what, what am I doing to receive this? Right. Because somehow we're now believe again, it's like that shift. Like I was just sharing of, wait, why is this so easy? This can't be this easy. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm forgetting something. I'm missing a key piece. Whereas it was, it felt easy to, I mean, for people to just bring things to you because you were in true alignment. You were so clear on who you are and you shined that so brightly and so it, it flowed. It was total flow. Yeah. And I love that then the ego, as it does for all of us, can come back and go, wait, 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 what's going on here? I, should, I, should I be worried? Should I, what have I done? Do I need to do more? Do I, you know, and we might, I don't know if that was your experience, but I can tell for myself, those might be the thoughts that I, I immediately go to if I allow my ego to step back in and, and kind of question the whole thing. Exactly. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I mean, a part of me, even just talking about festivals like, like boom and burning man, a part of me wishes that the whole world could experience that. Cause I mm. think that there's a shift in, in what you see possible for the world. Cause again, kind of going back to something that we mentioned at the very beginning, we're, we're in these unconscious routines where we wake up, we do this, we go to work, you know, we, we have lunch, we come home, we do our other routines. Maybe we spend some time with friends in between. Maybe we get a vacation every now and then. But at the end of the day, we're not really seeing what's possible in the world. We're not broadening our horizons and opening ourselves up to, to what society could truly be like, right? Mm -hmm. Has that been your experience as well? 
Yes. And what comes up for me as you say that is what, well, not seeing what society could be like is returning to the truth of who we truly are. Like it's not, so what I, what I sense as you say that is it's not that, it's not that society, um, well, society does need to change, but it's not because society isn't that and it needs to become that. It's that society already is at its core. We are those things already that we can envision, that we see as possible. You know, this society, this heaven on earth that we envision is already within us. And it is the, it is finding the clarity, gaining the clarity, which means revealing that to ourselves and then living in alignment with that. And, and so I love that. Yeah. If the reason um, many of us don't, I would imagine, I, I'm, I'm totally assuming here that we aren't envisioning what could be is because we haven't yet seen it within ourselves. We haven't mm. already tapped into that. And I think this, as soon as we get a glimpse of it within ourselves, that might be a pinprick. It might be a whole flood. I don't know. But as soon as we glimpse at it, we then see it out there as possible. And for me, then the journey is going back in, continuing to reveal it more and more within myself so that I continue to be the mirror out to everybody else. This is what is possible. It's already there. We just need to remember it. You know, we need to come back to who we truly are. Yeah, absolutely. And now you're giving me goosebumps as I'm listening to you talk because I think that you've hit on something that's so true where now now we're kind of shifting into this idea of, of awakening and of raising mm -hmm. consciousness and of bringing that more to the forefront. There's um there's this two by two matrix and, and I can't remember who came up with it. Actually, I think it might be called integral theory, but it's an idea of an inner and outer me and collective. And I might be using, using, you know, different terminology here, but in order for change to be truly effective, we need to hit all four quadrants. So there's the inner me, which is, you know, what we're talking about going inside, looking deep in our, inside ourselves and seeing, you know, what is true? What does it mean for me to live in this existence? What does it mean for me to be human? There's mm -hmm. the me outer, which are your actions. So that's your alignment. How, how are you actually acting? What are you doing? What are your habits, your routines? What are you doing? for impact in the world, which is what I like to use for work. Um, and then we have the collective. So the collective inner, that's what society as a whole thinking and feeling. What's going on that's unsaid? Um, what, are we, what are we doing with our relationship with the planet, with each other? And then the fourth quadrant is the collective outer. And those are the structures and the processes within which we live and operate. So mm -hmm. those are like our governments, religion, um, bureaucracy. And it's really important that we tackle all four. So I think if anyone's listening to this podcast and like really resonates with what you mentioned earlier about bringing light and spreading light, a thing to ask is, well, which quadrant can you best contribute to? So it's wow. like if we're going back to clarity, do you see that? If we're going back to clarity yeah. and we're asking ourselves what, you know, I'm here because I have a unique background. I have a unique message and a unique group of people who I meant to share that message with. So what is it that, that you as an individual bring forth and which quadrant can you be most impactful in? And again, going back to what you also said when you read my description at the beginning, I always ask myself, where can I do the most good and how can I have the most impact? And it's exactly about that. So given my background, what I've done, who I am, what I believe, who, who I resonate the most with when I speak to people, how can I affect the most change in which quadrant so that it brings about that shift and then as a result elevates our consciousness, brings more awakening to society? Amazing. Oh, I'm so glad we got to that. To that. And um, as I hear you say that, I'd love to shift and, and get to know you a little better because I think that's what's awesome is you do have these gifts and you're bringing them to the world. And uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to pivot and ask some of those. And I always first check in to see if there's anything else that's been rumbling around, um, given our conversation yet that has not been said that you feel called to say before I shift gears. Ooh, 
Um, yeah, so I think, thank you for asking that second question, by the way, because there was something that came up to me as you we were talking mm -hmm. that I think is most relevant now, given what we just talked about with these four quadrants. And that's the idea that, that tackling things like clarity and alignment, gosh, such a first world problem, right? So sometimes people might think that, or they might even say that where, you know, there are people who are starving. There are all these other things that are going on in the world. Like, I don't have time to, to focus on my own self-actualization. And while, yes, I agree that there are many, many people who are working on building hospitals in Asia and schools in Africa, and even our friends who are at Standing Rock who are standing up for what they believe in, and it's really important to have those people on the ground who are directly impacting and affecting the people who, who you want to work with. But I think that there's an equally noble and important movement that's happening within people in the workplace and just within society as a whole. Because despite us thinking that, oh, look at these poor, impoverished people, we need to take care of them, what, what's happening instead is that as we have more stuff, we're becoming less clear. So if you're actually in one of these societies where you don't have that much stuff, there's not too much to confuse you about what you need to do or where you need to go. You're focused on really just the basic needs, which, again, are very important. But then when we get into the rest of the world who has a huge impact on these other societies that are more impoverished, we are lacking that clarity. We're lacking that direction. We're not as sure how, how we should go about living our lives in a conscious way so that we can make the lives of everyone better, so that we can bridge that inequality gap that's becoming bigger and bigger, right? So that's the last thing that I wanted to say, just that mm. for those, for people who might question, well, you know, what is all this stuff about working on yourself and self-actualization and awakening? And um, the argument is really that it's equally, if not more important, because of the impact that we in first world countries have on these other countries in the world. And so if we can come from a place of building more moral businesses, of making decisions where even if we can't meet the millions of people, our decisions will impact, we're going to make a decision for the greater good, as opposed mm. to just to line our profits and support our businesses. That is equally, if not more important. Amazing. Yeah, thank you for saying that. And I, one thing I heard, and this will allow me to share the other quote um, from before, which is, you said the more stuff we have, which is first world problem, right? We have so much stuff, the more confused we are, right? It is like it confuses us. It, it keeps us, it, it blocks us from what we're really here to do, right? The meeting the bottom line or trying to gain more profits or have more things, it starts to get us off our path. And what A Course in Miracles says is that clarity undoes confusion by definition. So as we get clear on who we truly are, that confusion dissipates and we can start to release all of that stuff. I mean, maybe physically, if not metaphorically, right? We don't necessarily have to get rid of all the stuff necessarily, but we don't need to be confused by it anymore. It doesn't need to serve as, um, as something that's in our way. To your point, we can build businesses that are, that are moral and serving the highest good of all and um, taking the time for that inner self-reflection and self-actualization because of the profound impact it can have on others. So thank you for that permission and for that example of how important it truly is. Yeah, you're welcome. So now let's pivot and ask a few questions of you just to get to know you better before we close out on this incredible conversation together. So the questions I like to ask each of my guests are, who is a source of inspiration for you and why? <laughs> oh, okay. So, so most recent, can I list two people? Is that okay? Sure. No rules. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, okay. So, so most recently, um, it's actually Elon Musk is one of them and Madonna's the other one. And I'm just going to explain a little bit of why, because as you know, neither of them are spiritual leaders. Um, Elon Musk, um, he has many faults, but one of the things that he does have is a really piercingly clear vision for what's possible for humanity. And he's committed to that vision, even if he can't see it fulfilled within his lifetime. And so that's something that I found really inspiring where back when I was in the us to write a, an essay on who is the person that you most admire. And most of the people in the class wrote about their parents or their grandparents or a really great coach. And 
for some reason, I wrote about Madonna. And even today, I can't quite explain to you why, why I chose her. But I just remember thinking as a little kid, wow, like this woman's been around a really long time. And she does things so differently from the way everyone else does. Like, mm, I like her. She's great. So I wrote this essay. And unfortunately, my, my teacher picked it up and thought that it was a joke. And so she ended up reading it out loud in front of the entire class. And um, I don't think that she intended to hurt my feelings or to embarrass me. But I found it incredibly, incredibly embarrassing. And it's kind of one of those childhood stories that I hold on to as, as like mm. one of my moments <laughs> Um, that I've carried with me, that computer programming we talked about earlier. Um, but then recently, Madonna gave another speech. She's given an, an award for Woman of the Year. And, um, and in that speech, she told a lot more of her story. And I remember it brought up this feeling again that I had. And, and I remembered that there's something about her, even though, even though I don't know her, there's something about her gumption and her desire to just stick with it and just believing so firmly in what she does believe in. And again, that, that kind of theme of being really clear where she knows who she is and she understands how difficult her career has been and what she's been through, but she still just keeps going. And for that reason, you know, I, I, I just have so much respect and admiration for her. That's awesome. I love this question because I love the wildly different answers I receive. And I just think that's amazing because it goes to show that who inspires us can be anyone for a multitude of reasons. So anyway, amazing. Thank you. All right. What place or activity most inspires you right now? Mm, inspires me. Hmm. <laughs> That's a bit tougher for me. Um, so I, okay. So I would say the place that most inspires me right now is Berlin. And that's actually where I'm about to move. And, and the reason why this city inspires me, um, and I'm moving there without ever having lived in Germany, without actually speaking German, and I have a number of German friends who keep telling me they think I'm crazy. Maybe I am. <laughs> but, but back to alignment, this feels aligned for me for some mm. reason that I can't explain. But there's something about the energy in Berlin that I find very inspirational. They're, they have this attitude of being very open and accepting of many different ways of thinking. Um, of just being very different in your methodology and how you do things. And, and that exists, you have to understand, within this larger country that is very bureaucratic and is very by the books and likes to see certificates and have things all done the right way. Um, so it's really intriguing to me that within this bureaucratic structure, there can exist this pocket of creativity and inspiration and a culture where anything goes and everything's okay and you're still fully supported. Uh, yeah, so I find Berlin very inspirational right now. Mm -hmm. I love it. A favorite book that has inspired you personally or spiritually in any way? So that book for me would have to be The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And that book, so it actually came after my own kind of spiritual um, awakening experience. And when that experience had happened to me, I, I didn't really understand what it was or what had happened, but I suddenly had access to all these, you could call them maybe truths or concepts or ideas or, or things that I, I wasn't aware of before, before that period of time in my life. And when I read The Power of Now for the first time, it was the first time that I had validation of the beliefs and the truths that I had experienced. So it wasn't that, um, how do I put it? Like reading that book wasn't an awakening for me as I know it has been for some other people. It was a validation of, okay, wow, I'm not crazy. Because after that experience happened and, and you know, I'm walking around feeling like, wow, I feel, I feel so connected to all these people and I don't understand how I can feel such love and genuine compassion for complete strangers. Um, my mind was just baffled. I, I didn't really understand it. Um, and then I read that book and I was like, okay, I'm not alone. Mm. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Um, and that's what started this, this journey for me of then figuring out, okay, how do you integrate? Um, are there other people? <laughs> like, and, mm -hmm. and how do we, just like what Eckhart's done, how do we bring more of that? How do we bring more light into the rest of society? And what are the best means for me, given my background and my resources and my skills and experience 
to do that so that I can be the most impactful and do the most good. Mm, amazing. Awesome. And what are you currently working on or creating that is just lighting you up right now? Mm, that's a great question. Because <laughs> you know me, I love to create and be creative and work on things. So I have a couple of things in the pipeline. Um, the first one is that I am I'm going through the second private beta of my kind of full package coaching and leadership program. And it's a six-month program with a partner. And we're going through the second private beta right now because I like to test and smooth things out before I fully launch them to the public. And this program should be launched sometime next fall, so fall of 2017. And then the mm -hmm. second thing that I'm working on is, um, as you know, I recently got my MBA. And so I'm shifting from doing just coaching, which is, of course, always going to be a part of what I do, into doing more consulting work within businesses and organizations and with leaders um, as well. And so instead of, you know, just working with the executives or with the startup founders, now it's about how can we bring this change? How can we make coaching more democratic and allow it to be given and shared with everyone within organizations, not just the people who can afford to pay for it or who are at senior levels or being groomed to be managers. Um, and it's also about creating these holistic workplaces. So a place where you can go to work and be a whole person, where you're respected and you're listened to, and where there's this mutual clarity. So yes, the clarity of the individual of who I am, what I want, but there's also the clarity of the organization and bringing that together so that they can mutually, between employee and employer, assess alignment and fit. And that way, if you know you're working in a company, and I have so many friends in consulting firms who are like, "Oh my God, I hate it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here." And if you're not happy, then you can start facilitating a conversation as to either one, how you can be happy in the environment in which you work, what the employer can provide to support you, because you'll find most employers do want that or greater clarity on what should you maybe be doing instead. If this mm. isn't the right type of work for you, what is? What would better support you? What can you look for? So, so it's really those two areas. There's the, the magnetic leadership, the full package coaching and leadership program, and then there's the development of these um, like consulting services as well as workshops and coaching within organizations to, to help create clarity and alignment. Amazing, again, what is so cool about that question and that I get to hear from every guest is it's it's wildly different how we bring our gifts into the world and to you, what you talked about this entire show and com entire conversation is that's what it's about is I you know getting clear on our unique individual contribution as it serves the whole and the universal and it's that's just so powerful so thank you for again modeling exactly what you're talking about that you are, you're stepping up into doing your gifts in your way. And that's beautiful. Aww. Sounds amazing. Thank you, yeah. Amanda. Yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you for doing yeah. this podcast and for also being a role model and showing people mm -hmm. what I think what really stands out to me having spoken to you, especially on this podcast is just your level of authenticity and openly sharing what you're experiencing and what you go through and opening up yourself to, to the rest of the world and letting us learn and grow just by being with you. So thank you. No, thank you. You're welcome. Last question for you, because I know at this point, everyone's dying to know how to reach, how to find you and reach out. So where can they do that? How can they get in touch or find out what you're up to? Follow along. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Also a great question. Um, so you can find me on my website, which is just www.soniakessler.com. And I think that you'll include a link for that. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So will. on my website. And then the other place to reach me is just on Facebook. So if you just type in my name into Facebook, you should be able to find me and you can feel free to follow or add me. And, um, and that's pretty much it for now. I have Twitter and Instagram, but I don't use them often. So I would not necessarily <laughs> go, go follow me there. So just get in touch on my website or through Facebook. Amazing. Yeah, we all learn. We gravitate toward a platform. And, um, and it's great to honor that and not feel like we need to be every place all the time. So I, I honor that in you. And yes, it is Sonia Kessler. I will put that in the link. And if you're driving or walking and can't, I will spell it. it is, it's S-O-N-G-Y-A 
like song yeah it's sonia kessler k-e-s-l-e-r and i'll put that link in with the show notes and on the facebook wherever you find this um sonia this has been of course amazing and inspiring it it always these conversations are a gift to me and i trust because that is true they are equally a gift to every person listening and each person who's listening got exactly what they needed out of this conversation. And what's amazing is it could be wildly different than another person. So that's why we have these conversations. That's why I invite people like yourself to join me. And just thanks for doing your work in the world and having the clarity and continuing at continuing to ask yourself if you are living in alignment with that. Because as you do that, we are blessed. So with that, thank you for having will, me. Yeah, I will close this out and just thank you for listening. For those who are tuning in, please join me again next week. Uh, I have another a number of guests lined up who will be joining me and really continuing to see where this show goes and um so share it if you thought it was insightful and inspiring and and be sure to come back subscribe on itunes if you haven't done so already so you are alerted to the next the next show and i look forward to having another inspiring conversation soon until then many blessings Pieces of the brokenness inside